Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon. It is a great day. It's probably a great day if you're whenever you're listening too, but it's a great day when we're recording, that's for sure. It's episode 61, I believe. Uh maybe 62. We're losing track. 61. 61. <laughs> just, the first time. We just told you that 30 seconds before we I wasn't listening. Um forget. <laughs> we're here to recap the weekend as the Dolphins move to three and zero on the season. Um Contrary to Mr. Putter's one and two and Jordan's two and one. Um, but I think the big story of the week is indeed Mr. Putter. Because um, he's back. And he's gone. Anyway, yeah, no, it was uh, quite the weekend at the President's Cup. Obviously, we kind of predicted a U.S. Um, win. Uh, it only won by about five, and I believe the internationals won the weekend. Is that I think that's right, Jordan? That's correct, yeah. Um, so it was really just the first two days that kind of um separated them. It was eight two going into Saturday, it sort of felt like it was over, uh, and then the internationals got it to 11 7 going into Sunday. Um, and you know, they it was 11 7 going into Sunday, the U.S. sent out JT first and he lost. And so it was kind of a like, hmm, you know, if you add all that up, internationals are only down three. And obviously Scheffler wasn't playing that well. Um, Kisner didn't play all that well. Like I felt like the Americans weren't maybe clicking on all cylinders um, and they still made it look pretty straightforward. Um and a lot of that was due to kind of Ethan Thomas kind of you know, gutting up some matches in the early early stages. Kisner played his role. Yeah. Party played, man. He yeah, didn't play he, good golf, though. Yeah. Oh, no, he was terrible. Yeah. He played his role as the team party leader. Exactly. Yeah, no, Kisner did a good job, but not a good – he wasn't the greatest golfer out there. Granted, they're – I mean – Better Corey than the Canadians. Connors, yeah, Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith were – um, oh and eight. I mean, they were, they were halfway to a Detroit Lions, like that. I mean, <laughs> you. I this is not what we're talking about, but you could have put Jack Nicholas out there in place of Kisner, and they still would have tied that four ball match on Friday. <laughs> they didn't take a single one of his scores. Well, yeah, because it was Burns was carrying. Poor Burns only got a point. No, 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 Cam, well, Cam Young. Really? Yeah. I know Cam Young played with Kisner, and Cam Young was on fire, and he was he was carrying hard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kisner um, kind of he just hopped on somebody's back and said, "I'll I'll bring the beer." So he played his role, though. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he brought he, the beer. <laughs> he did bring the beer afterwards. We saw after the Presidents Cup, but um, the Presidents Cup was about what I expected. Um, I said in the preview that I expected it to be closer than the Ryder Cup, but the U.S. would really never be in doubt. And it got a little dicey on Sunday, but, I mean, the internationals would have needed to do 
they would have needed to pull a Medina and do it happen at Medina, and they just didn't have that firepower. Um, and again, the the US was just too good. Um, it would have been really cool. I mentioned it in the preview as well. If the live guys would have still been here, I think it would have been really competitive, especially considering I think the US only ended up winning by like four and a half. Maybe five. Was it five points? I mean, you could easily make a case that if you pull in Cam Smith, Neiman, Answer, Louie, that those four guys make up the five points, especially when you're well, I mean, Pendrith wouldn't have made the team. Corey Connors probably would have been on the team regardless, but he was yeah. horrible. It just would have been interesting, but it was fun. Um, we got to see more Tom Kim, which I'm sure we'll get into. He was electric. Um, there were Americans rooting for Tom Kim to uh beat the American on Sunday, which was pretty, I guess. Who did Tom Kim play again? Uh, Homa. Who was also amazing this week, too. True. Homa went undefeated yes. in his debut. So... Yeah, I don't know where or where we want to do we want to start with Tom Kim? Like what's what's the ceiling for this guy? Um what's cool about Tom Kim is you have Americans, an American audience gravitating towards him. And that's kind of what I think the PGA tours needed is, you know, I mean, Greg Norman's coming up with this whole they don't want to grow the game, they want it to be only US based. And here comes Tom Kim, who's South Korean, and you got Americans rooting for the South Korean to beat the Americans and to beat the American in singles. Um, it's good to have stars that aren't American. Um, and it, it only helps to grow the game even further. Yeah. I think he's relatable though, in a sense too, or just more so than like Hideki's a star, but I think a lot of people love Hideki because of his pure three woods right, the golf shots that he hits. And Tom Kim, while people love the golf shots that he hits, they also love the, like, swagger and the the fire and the, shoot, he's 20 years old kind of aspect to it, right? Um, and kind of the innocence of, I don't really know what it's like to be fired up like that and kind of have it backfire or or um deposit some golf balls into Ray's Creek or anything like that. Sorry. Um but <laughs> like he just doesn't. And he doesn't yet. Uh golf will I'm sure golf will catch up to him at some point, but it's it's really fun to watch. Um and you're right. I mean it's cool that there's another kind of international superstar sort of taking place of one that kind of had formed this year in, in Cameron Smith. Uh, and I think that just speaks to the depth in the golf game globally. Um, and we'll see kind of what he does at some of the majors because that'll be – I mean, Tom Kim at Augusta is going to be must-see TV, right? So I'm, I'm already pumped for Augusta. Well, I mean, there's definitely a reason to be pumped for Augusta when Spieth goes 5-0-0. Um, you know, you look back at the 2021-2022 FedEx Cup season and Scotty Scheffler was the player of the year. And you go back to Whistling Straits where he just played phenomenal golf. He put a beat down on who was the number one player in the world at the time, John Rahman singles. And then he goes on to have a career year. Um, Spieth's obviously already had his career year, but who says we can't add another one going into this upcoming season? And if he plays like he did at Quail Hollow, um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Mr. Woods? 
Um, there are a few. You know, I don't want to get too high on the horse because of one week, but one thing that really got me was when JT said that he had seen Jordan working really hard on his punting, and it's nice to see he's finally found something. Um, which is good because I feel like one, we know he's been trying. We know he knows that there's a problem. He's been working on it. Two, um, I think he felt like because he said that on Friday. I think I think he felt like he found he saw something that he saw whether. I mean, it's a huge. It was just huge to see him putting with such confidence, um, because that was the main thing. It wasn't necessarily that they were going in; it was how posed he looked on the greens. Um, I mean, I we haven't seen that from him in since Valero, in my opinion. Yeah, I actually I agree with you for the most part. I kind of think though, like. Part of the confidence that you talked a little bit about is the fact that they just started going in from everywhere. Like the singles match was uh one was a lot of fun, but two, it was kind of it was vintage, right? Like made a 25 footer on four, 20 footer on five. Um what did he make like 30 feet on seven to have the hole after driving it into the water? Um a uh, good save on 10, a uh, good two putt on nine. And then he uh, drove the green on 11, which was sick. Uh, bomb on 13, clutch four footer on 14. Uh, and it's like, man, he's he's kind of back to being, it was a glimpse of what Spieth of old was like. And that was really cool. Um, I don't think that's, I don't like if this was a stroke play event, I don't think he he has a good week, but I don't think it's like a winning week. Um like I don't think five and oh kind of represents that he was the best stroke play player there. But yeah. I think dude he He made a lot of birdies. <laughs> yeah, but he's still I mean he's splashed like Yeah, but that's just the way he was playing the golf. He did kind of suck team. early on. He they, no, they did no, some the really bad, bad shots, but I, who cares? Who cares? It's Doesn't a tough matter. venue too. Like we got to take Doesn't that matter. into account. No, I get that. He made a lot of birdies, and you can't deny that. And that's, I think, that's the more important part. Um, and obviously, he won every match, which is kind of all up to the draw. Again, you know, he didn't didn't face Tom Kim on Saturday, who just kind of ran through everybody. Didn't play. Um, God, who was the team? It might have been the Munoz team on Friday in the four ball. I think Munoz and KH Lee maybe shot a best ball of 63. Uh, so he didn't play that. Like 5-0, and oh, it was very good. He definitely looked very, very good. But I think, you know, there's always a grain of salt to everything. And I hate to be the guy to bring that up. But I think it's worth just kind of noting that that's, that's part of it. And that can we can note that but still enjoy the fact that he was fantastic, especially on Sunday with the putter. And that is – that must have just felt so good from a tracking perspective, Jordan. Like, 
to actually be like man he's making he's actually like making stuff instead of just like mm. there's another missed putt and i don't know like what what was what what'd you guys think about kind of the whole tracking experience this week especially with you know covering international shots as well it must have been it's a lot (laughs) um it's it's a lot because like i mean you could be covering four golfers at once so that's tough and then in all honesty on sunday i was tracking but i was locked into the ravens patriots game (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i was into it i think i mean it was uh, i he was off at like 12 15 ish on Sunday and he goes bogey bogey. So I'm thinking, here we go. We're about it. We're about to be 07 and one in singles. And then he, I mean, he starts to turn it around and it all started when I think he made a, like a 30 footer to save par on four. Was it? And then he, he made, he made, uh, he hit a crazy shot out of the rough on three. Somehow got that close. And then he poured in a birdie on four and five. Got I know, I know he made like a 30 footer early. Yeah, on four. And then after that, he just he he wiped the floor with Mister Davis. Um, he looked really. I mean, he looked confident all week. Um, I was talking to a follower on Instagram, and I'm trying to think how we could fit Quail Hollow into his schedule. Um, I think you know if you look at Jordan's wins in his career, I think that like 12 to 13 under target score has always been a pretty decent score for him to win a tournament at. And that's exactly what Quail Hollow is. Um, I know it's kind of, it's in a pretty crappy location on the schedule. And he even, I think he talked about after one of his rounds this week that he'd play there every single year if it wasn't for the scheduling conflict. I think he could play it. It'd be like five in a row, week off, and then like three, four in a row again, which is obviously tough. But like after this week, I mean, it'd be it'd be fun to see him play that, play the Wells Fargo there. Yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to say as well. Also, um, I didn't watch any of the weekend. I had a huge tournament for school. I didn't see any. Did you of the play weekend. well? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. Uh, I made two quads and route two and eighty-eight. Oh, oh. Um, but the course is so pure, so go. pure. Half full type of guy. Um. It was so long though, and it was windy, and it was on the Cape, and it was just—it was really tough. But oh, and the greens are rolling at a fourteen, and I we have not seen greens in mass above a ten all year, so it was ridiculous. Um, but nah, the glass wasn't really half full. I was pretty devastated, but um, <laughs> we were the defending champs, and we all crapped the bed. Um, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't get to see the singles match, which is sad because I know that's been the thing on the bucket list. I know Jordan, you you had that on one of your goals, right? No, no. Oh. <laughs> I thought you did. Oh well. I had making the team one of my goals, which I was. I don't know if it was easy. Well, it was one of my goals to win singles match. So there you go. Yeah, that's good to to. He said, "I just get it off the back, right? It's like going into Rome next year, which I don't know how much we're gonna get into this, but I think the U.S. team's pretty set for Rome, barring 
injuries and you know if somebody pops this next year is rome long like or like what is it i doubt it uh i all right so safe to say that mr kisner will be getting redemption no (laughs) kisner will not be in rome Mr. kisner will not be making the trip maybe as like a he could be a vice captain maybe he could be an assistant captain who's the captain it is zach johnson i believe that's cool yeah so i kisner definitely could be an assistant captain um (laughs) The, uh, yeah, it'll be not terribly long, but it'll be tight, uh, yeah, good rough, and obviously they'll hope for some wind and rain and all that good stuff. Um, I don't know what the European team's gonna look like. Obviously, I think that's the big question mark. But given that it's a home game for them, I think with the U.S. having the both cups in their back pocket and the team kind of already together uh, for a, a kind of session um, is definitely beneficial going into the Ryder Cup next year. Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. A lot, of, a lot of things to look forward to in golf, I feel like, now that the season's over. But uh, I don't know how much I'd be looking forward to them if, if Spieth was like one and three this week, you know? Well, definitely – Go ahead. It, so Spieth's probably going to play the Zozo. No. no. Which CJ one's Cup. the one in the United States? CJ Cup. CJ oh, okay. Cup. So, that's the one yeah. so we'll probably play that. And that's yeah. probably it. Right? Uh, Hero. Hero World Challenge. Huge. All right. And PNC. And the PNC Championship. <laughs> Which is awesome for him. But, you know. Yeah. It's, I do. Uh, I, I'll be there. Um, really? As Bob Woods. Oh, uh, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Forgot about yeah, that. It, it'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> I can I can see from your photo you're pretty excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, this is brilliant. Loki. What a photo. Yeah, no, actually we I know we're talking about the President's Cup, but I thought the PNC was an interesting kind of I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of really good momentum right now. He hasn't had this kind of momentum in, I guess you could say, after winning RBC. But it didn't even feel like he just hit the ball well. He after, after Valero last year. <laughs> right. Yeah, there he hasn't. Really had, that whole stretch last year. Yeah, he hasn't had that, like, good, like, feeling in a while. And he hasn't taken it into an offseason in a while. Because usually it just ends with the – FedEx Cup playoffs, which is kind of a disappointment. And then he plays like meh at either the Ryder Cup or President's Cup if he made the team, at least these past couple years, which I guess he only missed one team. But you get you kind of get my point. And then it's like, all right, so where, where are we feeling in the offseason? Kind of how, how much time is he taking off? And the CJ Cup is in a month, right? four weeks so you know a couple weeks off and then a couple events in december uh before well a couple of he'll be playing golf are we calling the pnc an event (laughs) yeah that's that's a little hero is an event i'll give that it's too there's world ranking yeah so like it's like an event an event it would be my absolute boost for them to take down Team Woods and Team Daly in the final day. That would be electric. Are you kidding me? 
And Team Thomas. And Team Thomas. Team and Team Thomas. Thomas. Oh, my God. That'd be cool. I don't think Team Stenson will be there this time. <laughs> Unfortunately. That'd be hilarious. Could you imagine? This kid's hilarious. Stenson just shows back up. Is like, nope, I'm playing. I have to defend my eighth place or whatever you got last year. But, no, just, just playing golf before the uh, Tournament of Champions in the next – well, tournament of champions and East Lake attendees uh, in 2023, just to get a little this bit of like a feel. Kind of felt like when he showed up at uh, Century last year, it was um, just you didn't get this sense that he had played a ton of golf. You know, I agree. I'd like uh, to. Uh, I'd like to see Houston. Yeah, I would too. I remember that course was uh, it relatively had, difficult. It had some quirks. We'll put it that way. Um, but I don't know why he, he wouldn't, unless he just doesn't want to. I think there's a decent chance of that. I'm looking at their website right now. They have one announced commitment, which is Scotty. What um? What's the uh? Broad. What? <laughs> yeah, we could get into Scotty for a little bit. But what what weekend is it? It's in the middle of November. Like it's perfect. November 10th through the 13th. Damn, Texas football lost. Shut up. <laughs> wow. They did. The Texas 10, nobody talked about it. Well, I, I wasn't watching because I had the tournament, but like, man. But I, I, just I checked and we were up like 16 points. Yeah, you lost. But uh, I was just thinking, Sweet might, it's the Texas TCU game that weekend. Then he skipped the Shriners. Like two years ago, yes, at a football game, he did. <laughs> that was whack. Yeah, that, so who knows if he wants to go see Texas TCU? But we'll see. I Houston, I'd like to see him play the Houston. Or maybe we'll give him Mayakoba. I don't know. I mean, JT goes to Mayakoba, so of course, Ricky goes. So, well, that's a Ricky type event. I mean. Yeah. No, Ricky's back, Joe. Didn't he just get a top five? Yeah, Ricky's back. And he just broke that the was record at the 5,800 yard course. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, unofficial because the first part was All a right. He, he, was, he did like a good good or something. Yeah. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. No, he looked really good at the Fortnite, though. I know. Uh, yeah. Fortnite, Fortnite, excuse me. <laughs> but, um, are we yeah. really considering that a real tournament? The fourth. Yeah, I mean, it's it literally it's it's Max Homa's freaking bank account. Yeah, but it's still it's still like it's not I mean, even that bad. It's better than to, Sanderson Farms, right? True, that's all. You'd have to look up the OWGR, a chicken box at the Sanderson Farms. But it's kind of, I mean, the uh, I honestly think in the last like three years, I've watched every golf tournament. At least one hole besides the Sanderson Farm. <laughs> I don't think I've watched a hole. I don't even know what where what state they played in. It's in Mississippi or Alabama. I actually don't know. Mississippi? <laughs> Is it Kentucky? I think it's Mississippi. That would be my guess. Let's see. Sanderson Farms is in Mississippi. Yeah. Um, because I remember Sergio won. Oh my god. One weekend, so I watched the final hole, and he Mr. hit. Like Mr. Thigala is in the field this week. Yeah, he he wow. almost won last year, I think. 
Sam Burns, the defending champ. Burns, yeah. So, I mean, look, the fall events are not very good. It's kind of... There's, uh, like, two big fall events. Yeah, it's kind of a bunch of John Deere's. Um, John Deere's. Bring together. Uh, honestly, the John Deere might be better than those events. Like, just with the people they get. I, I have no idea. But, um, Yeah. yeah. I I would do it, Bob. You mentioned Scheffler being a fraud. Did no, we... I was kidding. Well, no, I know. I I figured you were. Um, uh, what's that? Exaggerating, hyperbole, whatever. Yeah, kind of but there. another thing to keep in mind is that like, it's so hard to like keep that type of play up. You know, like yeah. when you play that well for that long, like eventually your your let off is going to be very evident and clear you know um yeah. he's but he's so talented that like he'll be fine he'll never get to where he was this year but right he'll be fine next year. i think i think too just some of the stuff early in the season when he ripped off all those wins it felt like he made everything and chipped it really close every time and hit like he never hit a mess shot it was always like pretty good. Uh and now it's and that's just not sustainable, right? I mean, you kind of just said it. Um so it'll be I'm I'm interested to see though, because he kind of he kind of gave away uh colonial a little bit. Um and then the East Lake, what did he have? A six shot lead at one point on Saturday or Sunday. Obviously Rory clawed back and won, but Scotty kind of he hasn't closed some things out recently, and you're not going to do that all the time. Um, but I was definitely expecting a better performance this week. I mean, Sam Burns kind of carried him the first couple of days, and they still couldn't get anything done. And then Munoz boat raced him. And <laughs> Munoz was pretty. Munoz was actually pretty good this week. Yeah. But Scotty, I don't know. It's just a, a weird week to be the world number one and be – one of the lowest point getters on the entire team. Yeah, I mean, Scotty's. I don't think unless he. Um, I'm looking at his stats right here on Data Golf, and he hasn't putted well since Augusta. Like it's actually insane, like how bad he's putted since Augusta. He's lost strokes in eight of eleven tournaments with the putter. Wow. Like, it's been pretty brutal. Like, he's obviously ball struck it, like, really well. It's the only reason he's been in tournaments. Um, I I don't – I know Rory's playing a couple events this fall. It wouldn't shock me if Rory gets back to number one in the world by January 1st. I think – I think Rory I saw – Rory is a man on a mission. Yeah. I think I saw a Nosferatu tweet, though, in the old OWGR. He'd be number one, yeah. Rory would be number one right now. Yeah. Um, but he might fall to number three and Cam Smith might move to two, which is kind of interesting given I mean, that Cam Smith is, is not playing like OWGR event, sanctioned events. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not funky. sure exactly how that works, but. Uh, lucky for Cam Smith, he's exempted the majors for what, five years, 10 years. Yes, yeah. uh, I think it's five, and he's in the open until he's like sixty. Yeah. So, 
Once it's, they change it, I guess we'll have to see where that goes. Man, Kevin is so good. It kind of sucks he went. The more the more I think about those like majors making decisions about live, uh, I kind of just think they're not gonna do anything, and it's just gonna be kind of the way it is now. It's like we yeah. have two separate entities, and the the guy they all get together at the four majors, and it sucks that they don't get together more. Um, but the tour will have PJ tour will have new stars kind of move in and we'll see. I don't know. It'll be, uh, I mean, like I, I think I said this last pod, but I haven't watched a live golf like shot since the first weekend, to be honest. Um, and I, I think part of that is just cause the only thing I see about live on Twitter is the people, the live golf enthusiasts, who are <laughs> slandering the PGA Tour, um, which, you know, I whatever. You feel how you feel about the PGA Tour and what they're doing. But I, I, I don't see as many tweets about, like, what the leaderboard is or um, who's playing really well or kind of what's going on other than Bryson getting decked by a rope. Um, that was which... <laughs> top moment of the year for me. Which is one of the greatest videos ever. Easily. Uh, that's like, um, I'm trying to think of some other just like videos that I couldn't live without. Um, <laughs> to think. I don't know, opening I highlights. I mean, I will watch that video for, I'll show that my grandkids that video. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a great video. Just the way he 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 literally acts like he's twelve. <laughs> the way he says, "Oh, you're kidding!" Like whatever he said, it was, it was, it couldn't have been more perfect. <laughs> he's a special individual. He is. Yeah. He he probably would not have been on the president's <laughs> team. He was really changing the game, and everyone was chasing his distance, and he just threw it away. Yeah. Because he's irrelevant on Love Tour. Has he even played well on Love? I don't think he's so. played all right. What team is he on? I don't even know. Four aces. I'll no, the four aces are insane. They're... No, I said, yeah, not the four aces. Yeah, they're a powerhouse. They are. Unlike the Pats. All right. Well, you mean the Pats and Pat Perez? <laughs> True. I saw something oh, about... Oh, we're getting off track. But I saw something about like the Live Team Championship. And yeah. how all the scores will count for each team. So Pat mm-hmm. Perez can't afford to actually play poorly. Yeah, I saw that too. Wait, what'd you say? There's... Go ahead. Go on, Jordan. No, no, you got it. You got it. For the team championship, Bob, for Liv, every like player on each team score contributes to like the team score. So Pat Perez is actually going to have to play good for the four aces. That oh, so the four aces are cooked. Pretty much, yeah. Pat Perez is terrible. <laughs> he is really bad. As are most of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I they've got what five good players currently, like in form DJ, Cam, Joaquin, yeah, uh, Bon, true, 
Varner. Varner, yeah. Well, uh, maybe Gooch is playing pretty well, I think, actually, right? Yeah, Gooch is pretty good. I can't stand that. Oh, he pisses me off. Yeah. Well, he's just – his brain cells are really lacking. I, I – he's just – he's some so of the stuff he has man. said since he's went to live about the tour just really irritates me. But. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen – who are the three people still left on the uh, lawsuit? Matt Jones, Bryson DeChambeau, and... I think it's Peter Uline, maybe? <laughs> yeah. So that that fizzled out pretty quickly. Um, I could not tell you what two-thirds of those guys looks like. Peter Uline is a scrub. Actually, I, I know what um, Matt Jones looks like. He's the one who stole the seven-shot lead from Wise last year at the Honda. Yeah. Um, Peter uh, Uline actually came in second at the last little event. Yeah. Matt Jones didn't steal it. He kind of just took it because it was being handed to him. True. It Poor was wise. handed to him. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe Wise will be a guy that makes the uh, Ryder Cup team next year. Well, unfortunately, he probably deserved it this time as well. Yeah. I think that I think that's the problem. Is no, that, I don't think why it was always going to be Figala first, though. Yeah, that's fair. But I also the Ryder Cup next year. I think they've got ten guys locked in, and then Will Zalatoris. So there's well, one one spot. Who are your, who are your ten that are locked? And I, and I'll disagree or agree. Uh, okay. Uh, Spieth, JT. Um, Cantlay, Shoffley. Uh, Zalatoris. Well, yeah, Zalatoris. Um, I'm thinking of the 10 guys that were there this week. Oh, uh, Finau. Finau, for sure. Colin. Um, Homa. Homa. I, said, I, I think Homa will be there. Um, even four now. How could he not be there, to be honest? I think uh, Cam Young will be there, too. And I don't know how many names that is. The only guys are everyone besides Horschel and Kister. Yeah, and then throwing out Taurus, and then you have room for one more. Maybe it'll be yeah, Bob Woods. Could be Bob Woods. I'm gonna need to improve my 88s. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very valid point from from Mister Woods there. <laughs> <laughs> No way Tiger would could play in that, right? Like I are we are we to the point where Tiger is irrelevant? No, he'll never be irrelevant. But I like know. irrelevant on a leaderboard, maybe. I just it's so we're, tough. We're, I think we're I think we're at the point where we could put Woods on the team and still win. You might be right, but it's just like sad because like I assume, like, you guys saw the thing from um, Charlie was playing some event in Florida. Yeah. And, like, all the news about Tiger is, like, bad. Like, he, he doesn't walk well. I mean, he's taking a cart everywhere, which I, I guess is normal. But, like, he's got that big sleeve on his leg. If you look at his leg, it looks deformed. He can't walk normally. It's just sad. Yeah. Uh, and that's – I kind of think – when we saw him at Augusta and he made the cut, uh, I, and people were like, oh, well, the leg is only going to get stronger and he'll have more time to practice. I just don't know how much stronger the leg is actually going to get, you know? Like, I think his leg is kind of 
like unfortunately it's it's gonna be what it is and maybe it'll get a little bit stronger but he's always i think at this point he's gonna have a limp or a gate i guess um and that makes it tough to walk up and down major championship courses uh in major championship settings um and it'll it'll be i think which makes it when he shoots a couple under par in uh thursday at augusta in 2023 it'll be a amazing fantastic um but i just i I don't know if we will see uber competitive golf at the pga tour major level from tiger and i want to see it but it's just everything that we keep hearing that it seems like the progress is not um as rapid slash as maybe possible um as we had hoped and i hope i'm wrong but that's kind of what we're hearing, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys are hearing anything different. No. no. I mean, that's about it. I mean, it's it's tough. I just, again, like, people say he's going to get stronger. I just, you know, he doesn't want to put in the hours anymore, and I can't blame him. Like, he, he used to say, I mean, the guy in his prime would putt for hours and hours and hours. He, can, he said he can't do it anymore, and I don't think he wants to do it anymore. Why should he want to do it anymore? He's got nothing left to prove. Um, I mean, the guy's in physical pain pretty much every single day he wakes up. That's not fun. The treatment he's got to go through to compete. I mean, I think a cart would help, but, like, he, that's just not the way he rolls. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Do you think he could, like, he could get one at, where, the PGA? Um, Like, would, nice. the, the, would the Masters give him a cart? <laughs> See, Tiger just cruising around the cart. <laughs> there is just no chance he would ever take cart. Yeah, I think that's yeah. more the point. That's just not who he is. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, and he can probably will himself especially at augusta because he's had all the time off to walk for four days um but i i I do wonder too like how well will he adapt to potentially going to the open like he did this year and just playing a couple rounds and leaving right like how how well does that sit with him of not playing the golf that he knows he's capable slash wants to play and hurting him like feeling pain to do that every day you know how much at that at a certain point it has to like yeah suck (laughs) (laughs) one way to put it yeah it's uh very straightforward uh way of putting that i don't know yeah any other president's cup Final thoughts? Any word games from Jordan? Word games. Well, do we have a question of the day? We, we do. We have so we have we a couple. We have a couple options. Um, yes. I, I thought of one, and it's not as much as debate, and it's a little like open ended, uh, and it was on one of my applications the other day. <laughs> For what? Uh, what are you applying to? Uh, it doesn't matter because I didn't get in. So we're what just was it? That. No, I, I'll I'll tell you guys later. All right, oh. yeah, that's, fair. that's fair. The so 
I really this other one I came up with it's not that great but uh so I'll I'll drop that one first and see what you guys think okay. um so just what what favorite gum do you, well one do you chew gum two favorite brand three favorite flavor I love it I love that question I'll start it off um I'm brutally addicted to gum. Um, I'm I'm actually not surprised. Um, <laughs> like that seems like something you just be munching on all day. A past person got me hooked on it, and I just have never gone back. I I I chew it at any time I can, and I am straight spearmint. Um, mm. what brand? Um, doesn't matter. It really could be any brand, but what's the 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 green brand? Trident? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I yeah. just don't like the I just don't like when spearmint's white. Like when they make it white, it's not good. White. Yeah. But isn't that the blue kind? So that'd be winter mint or something? <laughs> no, there's a white spearmint. Okay. All right. Trust. Good answer. Jordan, do you have a, a gum? I do. I actually, it's hilarious. I was thinking this morning, I'm out of gum, so I got to go get more. Um, my favorite gum would be Icebreakers Ice Cubes. Oh, I don't know if you've had them. They're yeah. really good. What flavor? I honestly like all of them. They're all pretty darn good. If I had to go with one, I'd probably, Wintergreen's pretty good. Um... <clears throat> I like cinnamon gum. Cinnamon gum. I like cinnamon gum. That's good. Oh wow. Um, they have regular bubble gum, but if you haven't had ice breakers, ice cubes gum, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed a couple ice cubes. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't actually eat gum very much. I did growing up. You? Uh, I just don't buy it now. Cause I well one after wear, wear a retainer all the time, so it's like then I'd take it out and chew gum for an hour and then put it back. So it's like I don't know, but I polar ice from extra for some reason is probably my favorite. Uh, I used to eat like those when you were a kid, right? When you're ten and you enjoy those like candy flavored gums, those like Trident orange, <laughs> the, um. The like Trident Layers Mango or whatever it was. Those were the best gum. Um, five Gum was really popular for a while. I don't know where. Five Gum was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that was that was big in, in fifth grade. Um, we'd trade sticks of gum. There you go. But uh, yeah. So I guess we'll just stick with that one. That's solid. Gum that is expensive too. Question. Gum is expensive. Yeah, no, I well, that's the other thing. I'd rather spend that what, however many dollars on some sour patch or something. Yeah, it's you can't go wrong. Sour that. patch is so good. I love sour patch. I actually am eating God. some right now, <laughs> and I wish that my camera was working so I could show you all and rub it in your face because it is so good. Uh, do you, um, have you ever put them in the fridge? No, I need them like soft and. Oh, that's fair. But cold sour patch, fantastic. Is it elite? Do I need to go do it right now? Uh, you think you, you should try, try it. 
Yeah. Jordan, is it that good? It's pretty good, yeah. You can, it's just like, I think I like them a little bit uh, firmer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The uh, the cold. That'll be clipped. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I can provide some entertainment. Um, Yeah, that's all I got over here. I don't know if you guys. In fact, that clip will be out before the podcast. <laughs> You're terrible. I thought you had a second question pod. No, ooh. we can say that for next time. All right. I go. Ooh. All right, that's fair. Everyone will have to listen to the next podcast. Then. Which yeah. I don't know when that'll be. Well, I, I need a few weeks because I am in the dead center of applying to colleges right now. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty stressful, actually. Yeah. It's people, people always say junior year is the hardest or the most stressful, but I think senior year, the first like two months is probably more. Yeah. But then you're free. I don't know what you, what you think, George. Yeah. Well, yeah. Junior is a lot. Junior is a lot, but I feel like senior year is a lot in the first like eight weeks. Senior can be a lot. It's, it just depends if you've already like, if you know where you're going. That's fair. If you don't know where you're going, I mean, it's like crunch time. Yeah. Then you're then you're stressing. Well, I basically know where I'm going based on where I get in. That helps. Yeah, like I have it ordered out. Yeah, but you still got to fill out the apps and stuff like that. So. Well, I'm only applying to five schools. Still, so, it's pretty easy. Do they have essays? Well, they have the Common App essay, All right? Which I wrote last May. So I'm fine. The mini essays will be done the night before it's due, I can guarantee you. Hmm. Um, Hope the application people aren't listening. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I wish you good luck. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Maybe have a guest on at some point. We haven't That's done true. one of those in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to because I, I have a few lined up that I think I've talked to you guys about that we could make happen. That would be pretty slick. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. So yeah, but so we'll be back in a few weeks, probably with a guest. Stay tuned. Yes, for that. I agree. All, All right. right, folks. Peace. Take care.